1: All right, another episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. I'm Joseph Pavone alongside Sean Ducha, Joel Pavone, Boston Celtics, the hottest team in the NBA, and Jason Tatum is the best player in the NBA right now, all right? I said it. Who's playing better than Jason Tatum right now? That part you can say in any argument right now because everyone is sort of like, wait a minute, is Jason Tatum knocking on that top five best players in the NBA list right now? Well, depending on who you talk to, I mean, some people may say that he is, right? Is he top 10? I don't know. Maybe. I, I think that was a big talking point yeah. last year or the last couple of years. But either way, we'll get into it. Uh, Kevin Garnett, weekend, KG, number five going up into the Raptors this weekend. So we got to spend a lot of time on that. And um, just overall, the, the the Celtics right now, surging, continue to surge. Another win uh, against the Hornets, a uh, big one against the Nets. Jason Tatum dropping 54. Man, he dropped 98 in his last two games combined. The Celtics 17-3 and three in their last 20 games. And they're in fifth place in the Eastern Conference and still going. And and the Philadelphia 76ers, man. Wasn't this the big, bad, scary Philadelphia 76ers team? The one that just upgraded, got the cherry on top. James Harden, that's supposed to put them over the hump, make them a championship-bound team. I don't know how they're looking right now with this loss against the Brooklyn Nets, guys. We'll get into that. But let's um, let's, let's talk about what, what Tatum's doing right now, fellas. How, how do we how we feel about Tatum in, in the sense of, of – of, cracking that top five. I mean that's that's been the talking point of late, but I'm more interested to see what's he gonna do against this, in this matchup against Luca Doncic. I'm more interested to see uh, of course how this stuff this team is gonna finish at the end. But man, I, I haven't seen Jason Tatum ever play like this before, man. This is this is truly unbelievable.
2: Yeah man, first first time in his career, you know, consecutive, you know, forty point games. He's he's averaging over forty right now in the month of March. Like you asked the question, who's playing better than Jason Tatum right now? And that's uh you know, that's a that's not a Easy answer, you know. Maybe some people might say it's not, right? People, like some people might could go, say, could yeah.
1: Say, a week ago, you could say John Moran, but after that matchup, I mean
2: But even Tottenham, and even yeah, and even then that was kind, kind of a two, stretch. Yo. That was kind of a stretch because you know Jason Tannen has been on a tear for like the last like twenty games. And you got Joel Embiid in that conversation, obviously. Uh Jokic, who, you know, scores like thirty points in a quarter. All right. <laughs> That's how West. But uh like Right now, right now, you know, that's 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 tough to say like who's playing complete basketball on both ends of the floor better than Jason Tatum.
0: Well, I think I think you just sort of summed it up though, bro. Like, there's no one playing better and like last week he was he was the player of the week, so there was nobody playing better. I mean, but like well when you're talking about how he's been playing and now for an extended period of time and you're looking at the season, if the Celtics keep streaking, then there's no reason for him not to be in the Jokic, Embiid, and and, and Tatum conversation for MVP. But uh, is that fair, though? It is. I
1: th- mean, it the is surge th- has been over a month, so, I mean,
0: yeah. Oh, I think, I think it is fair, Sway, because um, it's not like he was playing horrible before that. You know what I mean? Like, you look at, you look at going into the new year His shooting was down Percentage wise But he was still getting his points And being a, being a better facilitator And now he's sort of Taking that next step in the new year And how many times have you seen the MVP Been decided about what happens In the second half of the season Versus the first half of the season All the time All the time you see that happen
2: So um, will he? will he actually win it no, I mean no, no. I don't think anyone thinks he's going to win it. I don't. I, don't no. I do just
1: to just to be a nominee. I think would yeah, be a, I, a heck of yeah. an accomplishment.
2: I think yeah. you. I think he's in the conversation because one, yeah, he's he's had the same numbers for the most part all season long, but the team wasn't winning. Now the team is winning, and that makes you know one hell of a difference, right? Because well, he's affecting think- not just scoring, but he's making his teammates better, and the team is is surging. Like they're not just like you know winning games here and there. No. It's not like... Yeah, it's like
1: when we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Sean, yeah. about how the Celtics... I mean, the, 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 the other MVP candidates could, could be putting together a heck of a season, but if your team is middling between, you know, the 7th yeah. and 8th season, that's not going to do you any favors. But now the Celtics team, top five in the East, maybe even better by the end of the season, all of a sudden that changes things, you know?
2: And, and I want to add, you know, players in the first half of the season that were in that conversation have fizzled out because of injury. Yeah. It's like someone yeah. like Chris Paul, yeah. someone that, like that Kevin has, Durant. Durant just came back, you know, so... You can you can you can say whatever you want about Jason Tatum in terms of like where is he at in terms of like one of the top players in the league, but right now for that conversation as it to, you know, most valuable, you know, he's gotta be in there.
0: Well, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. The the entire league was enamored with John ja Morant. Absolutely enamored, saying it's the best ticket in basketball. They come into Boston. The, uh, the, he goes head to head with Jason Tatum. Yeah, did he score more points? Yes, but did did he get stifled at the beginning of the game? And who won the game? And after that game, have you heard a peep about Ja Moran? You really haven't. Well, no. sort no. of, it all sort of stopped, right? Stopped. Well, that's why.
1: That's why I talked about the Luka matchup because I mean, not to say that he's yeah. going to like quiet Luka after if he if he, if, he, if he were to win that all of a sudden Luka's going to be not talked about anymore. But again, I, I think that just like you said. In that matchup against John Moran, sure, John Moran scored more points, but I think the narrative overall has been okay. Wow, Tatum is continuing to to meet people at these matchups yep. and, and go toe to toe with with these guys. Right, Luca's another one. Two, and you could put him in that same that same space of two guys that are around the same age as Tatum, but people yep. have you know a head and shoulders of, above Tatum. Maybe not head and shoulders, but most people have them, yeah. have both those guys well above Tatum. And I think Tatum takes that. There's, there's something. There's something to say about that, you know. I think Tatum wants to wants to prove himself, obviously, as an individual, but clearly as also a leader who's making a significant stride that's bringing his team with him. You know, I, I think it's been huge, honestly, ever since the All Star break. Well, even before the All Star break, but again, I, I just think the All Star break was just something that, like, it was beneficial for him to go into the second half of the season and just go into cruise control.
0: I mean, to be to be honest, like. Tatum's ascension into the like top five of the NBA was stunted by Kyrie and Gordon Hayward in those years that he was supposed to be a role player and then they came back and he was you know and but like Luca and Ja that was their team from the start like from the get go that was their team they were going to be the guy they were going to be you know the who makes or breaks it and you know, who knows if if Tatum was that franchise from the, players, yeah, yeah. If Tatum was that from the beginning, who knows what type of hype he would be having by the time he's twenty four? But, but it's almost better this way, though. You know, oh, it's way, yeah, way, yeah, yeah,
2: of course, much yeah. better,
0: more sustainable this way. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. But the my, because, my because opinion, he because he got those those deep playoff runs where these guys yeah. did not or they haven't yet. You know, in the long yeah. run, what, what's what's uh, what's most beneficial going into this postseason, you right? Know?
0: Which is why everyone wants to look back on that twenty, um, that twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen playoff run where you had Jalen, Tatum, and Rozier and Al Horford being the 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 big players on that team. Oh no, you're
1: talking about twenty oh, eighteen. Twenty nineteen is when they failed in the, against the Bucks.
0: Oh, I'm talking about twenty eighteen when everyone got injured yeah. and, the, and it, yeah, yeah, Tatum's rookie year and he brought you guys to the Easter Conference Finals. Imagine if they had a an okay team and it was just Tatum's team all year and he had never had anyone to, to you know, I think you'd be looking at a different type of, like, alpha mentality from Tatum, but now he's sort of adopted it.
2: For Tatum to outshine, you know, Trey Young, Morant, Durant, and Kyrie, like, come on, man. Like, it's <laughs> it getting mean. a little ridiculous. It's getting a little, ridiculous. yeah. Any any analysts or talking heads still not wanting to you know give uh, Tatum his due? Well, then 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 you just got some personal against the dude or or the Celtics in general. Well, Charles I mean, Barkley.
1: If you put it this what, what did way, what Chuck say?
2: Ah, Chuck never gives fucking he never hey. gives the Celtics any credit. He just he yeah. just thinks that like the other team played oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you gotta remember, guys. Uh, this team is just playing horrible
2: tonight. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, no. So so the defense had
0: nothing to do with that, Chuck? No,
2: no. They don't don't have the number one defense in the league, though, right? But okay, that's all right. All right, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, I I think that that whole TNT crew, as much as I love them just because of their, like, you know. Yeah, their
2: entertainment factor, yeah, I get it.
0: Knowledge on, you know, semi-knowledge on basketball, but, like, not, like, knowledge on, like, the game today, what they can bring from, like, the past. No, No,
2: they do, but they choose to, like, have, like, their favorites. Players, teams. Yeah, they
0: have to pick. They yeah. have to pick a team, and then it's like if your team isn't picked by that guy
2: yeah. at the beginning of the season, then it's not going to be talked
0: about or whatever.
1: And course, let's face I, it, Chuck's not sitting around on a random Tuesday watching Celtics games. Like he's just not nah. like, yeah, you
2: know. But like the Celtics have been enough. They've been on TNT enough times for him to stop saying what he's been saying.
0: And you know he was watching on. Have they though? I don't know. Uh, he was. I mean, the, they, they against... put him on the
1: Tuesday night a lot, though. They didn't put him on the Tuesday night games a lot, and they're not watching that shit. I'm not trying to give him excuses here. Because no, but Shaq, but Shaq is a fucking analyst. But, but Shaq you know? is on the Tuesday
2: night games, and Shaq doesn't correct Chuck when it comes oh. to the Celtics.
1: Because you know who's watching? You know who's watching Celtics? Big, I well. think we were talking about this last week, but um, Stan Van Gundy. Like man, he knows. Yeah. Man, yeah, he's so talking, much yeah, he's about, talking. Yeah, he's talking. Yeah, when he starts breaking down, like you know, what What Grant Williams has been this year. I'm like, okay, this guy watched the games when they're not on national.
2: TV. Talk about Robin Absolutely. Williams. Like, he's talking yeah. about, like, guys that yeah. like, don't get talked about like that on national TV. Yeah,
1: you're right. Right. Chuck yeah. didn't even know. Shaq
0: didn't even know who, who Robin Williams is. Yo, that's great, he's been, he's been that's an asshole. Embarrassing, <laughs> that's a great segue, though. Like, the Stan Van Gundy, like, in our view, like, of this team, like, it is all right. about him. Tatum has been playing out of his mind for the past month, and he's been the best right. player in the NBA for the month. But like, and he pointed it out as if he was like a, a, a Boston guy, man. Like he'd been watching this team all year long. You're right. Without without the Grant Williams factor, without the Robert Williams factor, no, you know what? It's not even a Robert Williams factor. The Robert Williams being on the floor factor.
1: For real, yeah. Just, no, you're right. You're right. He's swatting because, balls left and right. He, he's just intimidating his presence alone
0: too. He's not even. He's not playing better than he's ever had has been he's just playing every single night which is outstanding right? yeah well you're getting you're
1: getting extended right you st- you getting extended Rob whereas last year it was like a 13 14 you know roof yeah. on his a minute roof 13 14 minute roof on him and because we're seeing they- twice as much now you know Brad was weird with Robert last year
0: like I don't think we talked Plus, about that Brad anymore. I think Brad using Rob versus Ime using Rob it's totally different, like totally different, bro. Because even from the get go, from 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 the first time he was late, Brad was just probably like, "No, nah, this guy ain't gonna be a part of my rotation." Yeah, no, I don't think that. <laughs> you think that he never it? gave him a chance to? And then no, no. <laughs> did
2: you did you forget when he when he got drafted that there was that, uh, Al Horford was still here? Al Horford, I think that was like his second season, and Hold I think well, I think he was motivated for that too. I and think he, he had, went in here.
1: He just went into
0: he went to the season with well, a different wait. mindset.
2: And you have no, Baines, but, but like like he was like it, clearly was it, like third on 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 the list of centers there at least.
0: And I understand, but I'm saying yeah, he was third when, when he was late, and then from when he did give him a shot. Brad is such a practice system guy, and Rob took so long to understand the system of of like defense and not going up for the block shot and doing all that. Like,
1: yeah, he would stack up fouls. He
0: basically was like he basically was like. You're a talent but i can't play you
2: no
1: the biggest the biggest
2: factor has been his confidence he was way too
1: he was way too raw for brad his biggest
2: the biggest (laughs) thing has been his confidence like Eme has given him confidence so thank you at the same but at the same token like you know you you'll get you'll get at least two to three put back dunks or you know or or alley oops from him that you might have not seen as often in the last few years of him of his career but now he's just his confidence is through the roof
0: his confidence is through the roof because his coach has confidence in yeah, him and I
2: that think. and they gave him an extension. So they're like, Oh, they yeah. they believe in me for the next few years here. So You know, that Brad helps. was
0: like Brad was like, you know what? I don't have to coach you, so I'll give you that extension. You know what I mean? No,
1: he knew he knew this is the year that he was gonna make a significant stride. Whether it's what we're seeing now or not, he was just like, either way. You're gonna be way too expensive for me in a year. And so he gave me that extension. What a, he's yeah. smart though. He's smart. He saw he saw that before anybody else, in my opinion. Or at least he could see he 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 had yeah, the front row view for
2: it. What a complete turnaround with Sean from like <laughs> I mean, Stevens I mean, down how, to Eme.
0: How many times have you watched yeah,
2: yeah, right?
0: Years though. Sway and, and Joel. Like, and we were like, Where is Rob Williams?
2: Yeah, because he two. was like it was a combination of of him being injured over like the the smallest of things that would like yeah, prolong, yeah, and it yeah. was like it would like prolong.
1: You know what, Joel? That's a good point because I feel like Eme yeah. sort of took a shot at Robert. Yeah. You remember when he was I talking did. about guys saying like, you know, uh, particular injuries and saying how like, hey, listen, you know, we're at a point now where you know things that are nagging here and there. You know, you're gonna have to make a decision. You know, what's at the end of the day. How much is that going to affect your play? You know, what's the? I feel like he was talking to Rob. Remember Rob missed like two games when he was just like, oh, uh, was it undisclosed reason or whatever? And granted, it was after his kid was born, but this was like probably like a month after. People were just like, maybe this isn't kid related. Like, what's going on here? People were worried that it was actually like a a physical injury. Yeah, I think it was like... Why would Celtics hide like that? And then that's when may said what he said.
2: Yeah, it was like it was like he had like a triple double, his first one ever, and and then he was not available the next game for personal reasons. And it's like personal hey, it's like, reason. That's what it was. It's personal like reasons. wait, what the yeah. hell? And then like yeah. you know, and then not too long after that, we we found out about the birth of his kid. But um, I just think yeah. oh, you guys. know I think Al the Al Horford factor too. That 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 plays a part here in, in the development of, of Robert Williams. Because how many times did Robert Williams? in the last couple of years talk about how Horford was instrumental in him coming to practice early or coming in way before, you know, anybody was in the gym to put up shots, to, to be in the weight room. And so when Al comes back and I Al was just like, yo, you're this close away from like, you know, doing the damn thing and being like, you know, the, the, the center of the future here, you just need a little push. And I'm here to fucking give that to you. And that's exactly what's been going on.
0: Well, I think, right. I think too, like the way he like, doesn't care if you get knocked down and you're on the floor for a little bit like there's been three or four times this year where i've been watching the game and rob gets like falls awkwardly and like the game just goes on and you know it's like and i'm like wait are they gonna call a time out are they gonna foul are they gonna do something and he sort of and then you sort of watch rob like get back into the game and like play well but like, before i think like brad was like oh take a foul like let's get him out the game and let's sit him down and it sort of goes to that like weak mentality i i think that Ime is is able to get the best out of rob and i think you're right joel Like the al horford factor has ha- has happened and it's a great thing for him too and i think you're exactly right because al took a couple days when his kid was born same with rob and so that's right probably- <laughs> <laughs> i think you're
1: being facetious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think but anyways <laughs> yeah, man, Celtics have been on a tear. I, I can't wait for this matchup, for uh, you know, between them and the them and the Mavericks. I, I really do think there's something to that. Um, with with Tatum in particular, I think Tatum wants to continue to, to send a message, and his his eyes light up when he sees you know top five, top ten talent on the other end. So it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a matchup. But it's only the opening act of the day, right? Because after that, we get to see KG Kevin Garnett back in Boston in the building, which I'm sure is going to be packed with the bunch of other Celtics legends as we honor um, my my favorite power forward of all time, if, if, if I'm being honest. Uh, man, I, I, I can't wait. It's it's one of those things where it's like, when the, when's going to be the next time we see someone's number retire? Some people may say it could be Ray, maybe not. But if that doesn't happen, I mean, this could be it. This could be the last one to cement that era, you know, of big three basketball that man, obviously meant. A whole lot to to the three of us who uh, weren't old enough to see Larry Bird and them do the thing in the eighties. The so this is going to be a, uh, a a very a very special moment. And fellas, I can't wait. But Sean, I think you got something you wanted to announce. I, you mentioned earlier today about the about the ceremony. <laughs>
0: yeah, man, it's going to be crazy. So like, I was I was out the other day. And I ran into some guy. And he was like, "Yo, I'm Kevin Garnett's agent." He was like, "Do you want to announce Kevin Garnett's number retirement in front of the whole world? Do you want to do it, Sean?" No, I was kidding.
2: First of all, how do you know your name? <laughs> that's a, that's, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could see Joel's face. You look so confused. You're like. <laughs> Like, Wait, Sean can't even keep a straight thing. He's like, first time I'm Kevin Garnett's as an agent. Like Just randomly stopping Sean. Like, oh, I think this dude is definitely a Celtics fan. Uh, by the way. Why would, he, why would he stop
1: you? Why wouldn't
2: he stop <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know. <laughs> he said, Sean, would you... I was, cutting, I was cutting my lawn, and this guy randomly comes up to me like, hey... Uh, <laughs> hey, hey son,
0: you're son, this are, from the Causey podcast, right? Right, that's you, right? Do you, you want right? to announce, announce Kevin Garnett's number time in front of the whole world?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would have I believed you if I was like... If it was like, I don't know, like big like big babies like aging or some shit like that.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo, hey,
1: yo. Big baby's been here all week for this shit. He can't wait. He's definitely gonna be in the building. <laughs> oh, that
2: that is because he's got a he's got a fucking comedy tour that like Yeah, we
1: got got uh, no, We gotta yo, go we got to talk about that later. <laughs> but no man. Yo. Oh shit. It's gonna be an epic it's gonna be an epic night. And I love the fact that the day the, the games are the day. You know, you get your day drinking in, do your thing. And then uh, KG Ceremony is supposed to be at six six o'clock on Sunday, and um, we got tickets, bro. We got tickets for you, bro. We're sending you. We're sending you over there. You're gonna be in. The, you're gonna be in the house. You're gonna be in the building. I was gonna be in the building, bro. Yeah, man. me. Yeah. So Street Street's gonna be in
2: there. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, you going? Breaking, breaking fucking news. Hell yeah. <laughs> Your fucking birthday's the next day, bro. you got in, case, in case you missed it, I'm going because I ain't gonna miss it.
0: Yeah,
1: bro. Uh, draw new. What an asshole. You fucking no, knew. What I an asshole. So, yo. No, fuck you. You fucking Did knew. I, what I an
0: tell you, asshole. I, I told him when I was blacked out, bro. I yeah, you know.
1: definitely told him Sunday. I knew it. Yo, <laughs> can we talk about that before we before we look ahead? Can we talk about uh, you two after the Celtics <laughs> on game? On freaking day drinking? Or is this is this only this is after hour material? Maybe we have to cut this up. Oops. No,
0: I mean, we didn't do anything we weren't supposed to do. We just were day drinking all fucking day, bro. That was my
2: it. He definitely, no, 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 was, he no, no, definitely no. wasn't. He definitely wasn't sing along
1: at Causeway, Bar. He definitely, he definitely, definitely was like, wasn't blacked
2: out. He wasn't. He wasn't blacked out when he when he when he kind of spilled the beans on that. We, we were still at the game. No, I
1: can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, yo, KG, yo, you're gonna be there, bro. The second quarter, probably.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> all I'll say, say is this. I got invited last Sean minute goes, to this game. the game. I probably
1: spilled the struggles. I probably spilled the beat. I was just like, dude, you
0: definitely
1: go. <laughs> no way. Yeah, again, like you spent nine hours with him. He's nine hours with
0: him drinking, bro. I definitely yeah. told every dark secret I've ever had. You bro. told him by hours three, at least. Yeah.
2: If it wasn't, if it wasn't him, my our, our father definitely, you know, broke that too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can't tell that shit. No, I swear, can't, bro. Can't that was just fucking. Yo, remember when I was like oh. eleven
1: and he was like, "Hey, um, hey, I'll never forget it. <laughs> hey, before you go to sleep." Uh, we're having people at the house next weekend for your birthday. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Long story short, the next day, I'm like, hey, mom, you mind if I invite, you know, Nick and all my friends? He's like, invite for what? <laughs> next weekend. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, dad told me, she was just like, this will be a fucking surprise. I was like, really? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> And then later in the day dad was like "Yo, oh, I had no idea I'm so sorry I didn't know I was going to be surprised I was like why did you tell me that
2: <laughs> nah yeah, and then he always pulls that nah he knew he knew he definitely knew he <laughs> knew anyway he knew yeah, anyway he knew what was going to happen like come on
0: no no no, no, no. Like good idea. He's, trying,
2: he's turning 11 for god's sakes oh,
0: yeah. fucking
1: talk
2: This birthday's on a Saturday come on we, yo, come on you know <laughs> it's a long weekend it's more day weekend for god's sakes
1: yeah mom didn't talk to him for like two days it was <laughs> <laughs> it was weird <hilarious. laughs> Oh, shit. You know, mom. she loves surprises. She's like, what the fuck is
0: your problem?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, bro, you go, Evans go with you,
2: bro. You know that, right? <laughs> no, I, now I do, apparently. yeah, yeah. No, Because of what happened,
1: Sean had to change plans. So.
0: Yeah, he can't go. But He's
1: going to be in Dirty jerseys.
2: But yeah, man, fucking enjoy, dog. Happy birthday, motherfucker. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for the last minute invite last weekend, too. That was a... <laughs> That was quite quite the Sunday.
0: (laughs) I had to make it up to Joel because Joel thought he was going to New Year's Eve game when Tim had the tickets. Remember Tim had the tickets, bro? And then he didn't have the tickets. And then I had to bring Tim because it was a Suns game, bro.
2: When I brought it up, you were just like, ah, shit, I didn't tell you, bro. I was like, yeah, I fucking figured it was going to be Tim going to that. It's a Phoenix Suns game. Yeah, <laughs> Tim, Tim, I, te- I, te- oh, I did. not
0: tell you, bro. <laughs> I, I texted Tim. I was like, "Yo, bro, God, I said it's the same game as you." And he immediately called me. He was like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what Tim really wants to talk to you. Right? He would just call right away." You, you know, my mom. That? My mom doesn't really want me going to the game, and she took away the tickets. But uh, get an extra ticket, bro. And I was like. Oh. <laughs>
2: Sit, you got to sit. You got sit behind Nia Long and shit. Damn.
1: Yo, his mom is mad. The, the, the Tuneses weren't messing around with the COVID shit.
0: No, the Tuneses and, and yo, he freaked the fuck out because when we first sat down in the seats, he was like, "Yo, these seats are dope. These seats are." Oh fuck! My mom's calling me right now. Where the fuck's my mom? No,
1: he's scared the fuck out. She's gonna hear the freaking soundtrack of TD Garden in the
2: background. I'll be like, "Where the it's fuck f- are
0: you?" I'm spazzed out. She's like, "I what know it, all it, the it, it, game it, songs."
2: She's like, "I've seen you on TV like five times, Tim. Pick up the fucking phone."
0: <laughs> I, I go, Tim. You should just call her back. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess so."
2: <laughs> he just went back. No, like, he just went back twenty years in his head, like Jesus. Well,
0: <laughs> I went to him I go, Tim, you're gonna be careful. Tim, Tim, you're thirty you're thirty-three years old. You can just tell your mom where you are. Like it's not like <laughs> you're not gonna get grounded, bro. Like you have a child in your own <laughs> ten, family. Ten minutes later, I should
1: just come in and just escort you guys out. <laughs> <laughs> special from a from a from a special from a, from a special season ticket holder.
2: Excuse me, are you are you Tim Tunis? <laughs> Yeah, you have to come with us. Tim, Tim would i even respond. Sean so be like, yeah, yeah, that's Tim Tunis. Why? I know, right? He's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's him. What do you, say that what that what you need? <laughs> yeah, why? What's up? <laughs> What's yeah, up? Are you a Timothy King Tunis? Is this, is this who you are? Can I see some ID, my Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> hey, no, no. So I'll be like, oh, shit, Tim. Dude knows you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is powered by betterline.ag. Basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. And even right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Online is your number one online wagering destination. Online, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Online, where the game starts. All right, let's not
1: even talk about it. Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's just look ahead. I love- all right, Sean.
0: Ahead and oh uh, uh, yeah, really
1: we, this is the segment funny. is always about looking ahead. We don't look back; we look ahead, right? Yeah, we're looking ahead. We're looking ahead, even though Sean really likes to brag when he's right.
0: Yeah, man, I am going to be right about Jason Tatum winning the uh, EP if the Celtics uh, can get the number one or number two seeds. I think that's going to happen. But, anyways, uh looking ahead to Sunday, you would think that when the Mavericks come to town, it's about Luca, Luca, Luca. But it ain't. It's about uh, Tatum and KG. Cause they will be the two best players in the in the arena. Uh, but KG again is number retired in the last spot that is open. In the current banners. Oh man. Which I think means a lot. But that's a huge, a huge accomplishment for KG. Huge Happ- happens before he ever gets his number retired in Minnesota, which is probably a whole nother podcast.
1: No, there's better this, there's, this. I've never seen anyone like Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Nobody knows Kevin Garnett.
2: Yo, and the and the banners um, right now they're hanging up. They're hanging up and and encore before he, he officially gets his number retired. So that that's dope. The casino.
1: Yeah, man, no, they're gonna be there all weekend. No. I can't wait. Uh, people are gonna start flying in. Uh, James Posey it says he's flying in Friday. Eddie House gonna be. I don't know if he's flying in Friday, but he'll be there
2: too. Yeah, I he's can't gonna can't be. Wait, on the, he's gonna be on the broadcast on the local. I like when Detroit when they play Detroit. <laughs>
1: Friday's is going to be great for 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 Pops and Joel because um, they're going to be honoring just southern legends in general. There's going to be a lot of southern legends just honoring, you know, seventy five years, and um, there's supposed to be other other southern legends in the building as well. They're going to have a special ceremony, so it's going to be, it's going to be a special night. It's going to be like a, uh, a little prequel to to Sunday.
2: Word,
0: tune in on Friday, guys. Tune in on Friday. So we, I think we all thought like Kevin Garnett would would obviously get his number retired, right? But that fills the banner, the best Celtics of all time, and it's going to take a long time until I think another banner is put up. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm happy that Kevin Garnett's getting the last spot. I'm. I mean, he obviously was the number one reason why the Celtics won their last championship, and you know, I think he'll be the most grateful. Like him and Paul Pierce, probably. You know, the most grateful. You know, and and obviously worthy members in the past 25 years, man, 30 years. Right. So it's like all of the self, Celt- like the Celtics had a extremely, you know, fruitful eighties and sixties and fifties. And even you can count the seventies in there, but nineties and two thousands and even 2010s. Like there's only two that's going up there for them. That whole 30 year period, there's only two. And I think it's I think it's absolutely perfect that it's Pierce and KG.
2: Yeah, and and, and you know what else? Um, I saw uh, before we started recording this podcast, according to um, Gary Washburn from the from the Globe, Ray Allen has been invited officially, and he'll he'll be in the building on Sunday. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Well, I mean, I don't well, yeah out. I mean, it wasn't for you. It was for the people who listen to us. No. Okay. Fine. Sure. <laughs> I, I, but
0: I, I think that's a. Uh, that's a chess that's an attempted checkers move from Ray Allen for like not no, being no,
2: no, you know you know what it is? It's because K G recently talked about this is on, on yep. his showtime uh show where he said that he was talking to Perk and they've been having a conversation and they, you know, talked about the picture that was had gone viral of the big three, first time in a while being, you know, taking taking a picture. And he said that they, they just picked up where they left off. They had a conversation, and it wasn't forced. It was, you know, organic. So Celtics took advantage and said, "Hey, invite this dude." So, so it doesn't look yeah. like it doesn't. So it doesn't look like the Celtics are kind of like you know forcing it. Sure,
0: sure. yeah. I you know what. Today is not the day to talk about the big three drama and what happened, the fallout afterwards. But I think that's honestly like could have been done from Ray Allen's point of view. A while ago, it just probably wasn't. Uh, Now he feels like he's the odd man out of the one not getting his number retired. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what will happen? I'm just really stoked for Kevin Garnett because, I don't know, man. I mean, in my opinion, that Kevin Garnett addition to, you know, forget Ray Allen being here. Just Paul Pierce being here and that squad and that, that team, like, that was the missing link for years, man. We didn't have that kind of guy, and 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 bought in, mixed with mixed with perk in the middle, and Doc as the coach. It just was absolutely a thing of beauty, man. And it won't be won't be replicated for a very long time.
2: And it's dope that you're around the city you see like you know billboards and advertisements for this game, and like you know just like getting this, the city excited for you know not only another retirement another jersey being retired but like you know for one of the best 75 players of all time you know that was that was here and brought the last championship to boston so i think that's dope
0: back when when it happened how elated on a scale of one to ten to a, how later were you when when kg signed to boston what did you would you do
2: Yo, i just remember i was listening to it uh i found out on the radio i just had gotten out of work and i turned on the car and i had the I had a EEI on, before. and as soon as I turned the car on, that was like the the first thing that, that they were talking about. Oh, KG has you know been traded to Boston, and he's just, he's assigned as an extension. And I I just lost my shit. Like I was sitting there, like I was I was shocked for a good like thirty seconds. I didn't say anything, and I, I just fucking yelled out the biggest like "fuck yeah!" Like you know that type of thing, because yeah. like, like you no know, social media, or or at least you know it wasn't as big as it is now. So it wasn't like it, it was like it wasn't like sources are saying this is gonna happen. The last thing I remember before that official like announcement came was that he wasn't interested in coming to Boston. He was interested in going to Phoenix or the Lakers or another team out west. And I just never thought that that was gonna happen. I never I never dreamed that that was like a possibility. I was just like, eh, that's a pipe dream, you know. Let's see what the Celtics do just with Ray and Paul, and if they're gonna add somebody, then know I never thought it would be a former MVP. Like that's just never. I never dawned on me that that would happen, and then when it did happen, you know, it was just you just couldn't wait for the season to get underway. I just didn't care who else they they signed or they seriously because it's like you found out about the trade and it was legit. Like half the squad got traded, so it's like, all right, how are they gonna fill out the rest of this uh, this roster? And let, let's remember. get let's let's get this let's get this shit going because I just was just like, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting year. This is gonna be an ill year, but I think they're gonna win it in the first year. No, I didn't, but. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be in the mix.
0: See, I thought they were going to win in the first year when they got KG because I was all – I couldn't believe that, like, legitimately the narrative in Boston, and, and you listen to what, what? What was around back then? The Big Show, 1510, the Sports Zone, and 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 uh, Fox Sports Boston, whatever the hell was broadcast on TV. The biggest thing was, oh, wow. Well, do you really give Al Jefferson up for this?
2: Yeah, because you, because he yeah. was he was 31, I believe, when he got when he got traded here. Garnett, so it was like, oh, he's gonna, you know, he's on the back end of his career. You know, he was an MVP, you know, three four years ago. You know, how much gas he's got in the tank, type of thing. At that time, that was always the issue with all athletes here in Boston. Once they hit 30, it was always like, oh my god, like you know, yeah. they only have you know so much time left, but. K g made the Celtics title contenders every single year he was here, even when everyone thought they were old, even when everyone thought that, like you know they're not going to make it back to the you know deep into the playoffs or, or even back to the finals, he changed the culture here you know for the for the better and a, a whole new generation of 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 Celtics fans can honestly say that they grew up you know watching watching that that team and, and how it was uh, it was put together. For the older fans, for like us and the generation before us, and so on and so forth, it's like you waited so long for the Celtics to to finally get over that hump and win the championship. You know, we had seen the the the, the Patriots, we had saw the the Red Sox, and it was like, and at least for me, I was just like, when are the Celtics going to do this? Like, when when are they going to hop on the you know the duck boats and go around Boston? You know?
0: Yeah, man. I I mean, I had them slated in for. You know a twenty twenty seven championship before KG came there, <laughs> but uh, you never know. I mean that that was that was a thing of beauty. He
2: was absolutely
0: changed. What
2: they legit I, they legit ended like Detroit's like like run. Like Detroit yeah. was like was like what six seven straight Eastern Conference Finals two you know finals appearances and I just at that that first year before you know the season started I just I just thought it was going to be between Detroit and, and, and the Celtics and. I bet the way the Celtics came out that first month, that first you know two months, two and a month, two and a half months of of just dominant, like you know defense, and the you know, the big three was usually not playing in the fourth quarter because there were blowouts, and it was just like, yo, this is a completely different Celtics team than what we've ever been used to, at least for like our generation, you know, watching you know for the last like ten plus years. At that point, yeah, man, and I mean, um the biggest turnaround I've ever seen.
0: No, they were the worst team in the league to winning a championship the next season. Yeah, but
2: not, but not just that though. It's like, you know, you went from, uh, how many wins, 19 wins to yep. 66 wins. Like they could have, they could have pulled off, you know, you know, uh, being, being the first team, obviously before the Warriors did it to, to, to win 70 some odd games.
0: Well, I think they would have in 2009, if, um, KG didn't get injured. I oh, think yeah. they would
2: have. Yeah, they started. They started even better off. Yeah, you're right. That second season. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yep. But hey,
0: all in all, this was um, you know, I think it actually. I think it changed a lot of things. I think it changed Celtics history. Obviously, it obviously changed changed Boston sports history. And you know, for Danny to be able to pull off that trade, like, still one of the best moves. Like in all of sports history of of, of making that trade, it, oh, just an absolute beauty of a move. I mean, all in all, I'm I'm actually absolutely stoked for his number to get into the rafters. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't think anyone in Boston, like, even for a second thought, well, you know, they'll be competitive, but I don't know if they're gonna win championship. I think it was just a matter of win. And I'll be honest, from the very beginning, I always said Maybe not the first year, but the next year after that, when they get acc- acclimated to everything, you know, they'll, they'll do it then. But, no, I mean, you, you you talk to Doc, you talk to Pierce, you talk to KG, and they'll tell you, I'll tell you the same. The, from the very first day, Doc said, this is about winning championship. From the very first day when he brought him onto the duck boat, I mean, KG already had that energy, but I felt like the culture, the city, Doc, and everything just, like, amplified it times 10 and all that came pouring out to the court. Every game was about that same mission. It didn't matter. You know, the first one through 82, every game was, I'm here to, I, I'm not going to just beat you. I'm going to destroy you. And that was KG, you know. And obviously, at that point in his career, it was like, this is the five-year, six-year win, whatever people thought it was. This is the window to do it. This is your best opportunity to do it. And, man, the only thing I can, the only thing I wish, it, the only thing I wish I could change about it is that it didn't happen sooner like just 2 years sooner we got 2 or 3 championships no question no question like that was that's all that we needed to, to for that I mean, that's all that they needed you know to 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 have a you know a 2 to 3 two two or, or multiple championships so to speak you know what what Larry Bird and them did you know in the 80s but KG came in here and with and it was just a match made in heaven we all know what Boston means in, in sports and, and, and passionate and, and, you know, hardworking guys. And it was just a match made in heaven. And I honestly think that that's why at the end of the day that KG, not only because the championship will, will always be revered here in the city, but for the heart and soul, he's unforgettable. He's one of the greatest power forwards to ever wear that uniform. One of the greatest players to ever wear that uniform. man. And I can't wait to to see everyone in that house, just give him that, that standing ovation that he deserves, as we see that number five go up into the into the and join the fraternity of greatest Celtics players of all time, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable.
2: The the fact that the Celtics, you know, they they gave they gave it a few years. They're like, all right, you know, obviously, let's 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 wait for uh, you know Minnesota to do what they they're supposed to do. And when that didn't happen, it's like, yo, Celtics are like, this is this is well overdue over here. We don't know about over there, but this is gonna happen over here, whether they're gonna do it or not. And it was just all up. It was all up to KG to accept that because you know KG. That first press conference when he and it's announced that the trade happened and he signed his extension, when the majority of uh, those covering his team said that they have a three year window. You know he put he doubled it, pushed it to six. But that first from that first press conference when he's like you know excited to be here, he's all like he's low toned and and you knew as an NBA fan that yeah he was pretty intense. But I didn't realize he was that intense until you right. saw it night yeah. in and night out. Here, you had no idea. You had right. no fucking idea and how it rubbed off on everybody.
1: On and everybody. when you went to the game, it was like exactly. watching. Now you guys got me going. When yeah. you went to the game, it was like watching like your favorite, like I don't know what, what what would you say, Joel? Like almost like your favorite, like not even like a Broadway like play or whatever. It was like your favorite, like battle or something i don't even know how to describe it but being there live and seeing it was a whole other thing it was like you're part of it you're part of it he would make eye contact with you in the crowd he would point at everybody you bang his chest and everything man i used to love sitting right behind the um right behind the hoop it's like the cheapest pair of tickets for load seats that you could find you know the biggest bang for your buck i should say right and i loved being there because it was like any you know uh bad call any out of bounds? Any fifty-fifty he play? He's looking at the crowd like, "You,
2: you guys see this shit? Like, I know, you, guys, right? you guys believe this shit? This? <laughs> yeah, man. right. What
1: the fuck?" But at the same time, you know, before the game, yo, you ready? You guys ready? Get up, yo. You ready, right? Yo, I'm gonna need y'all tonight. You know, like it was man. Like, uh, like, yeah, it was I've like a, never seen any player like it. I don't think we'll ever see any player like it. It was man. a, it, like, was it, was was a just, it was a
2: performance. It was like a performance.
1: Like it was eyelid. a performance, and it was like, yo, I'm gonna need you to do your part as well. Yeah, and it was like I got you, and yeah. like. I'm not just saying that as like me, you know, this, this is everyone, everyone. It was, it was like, you were glued to it and, and you were part of the game. He made you part of that. He held you accountable for it. Exactly. And it was like the greatest experience exactly. because, you know, it was like this guy is out there putting his heart and soul into this. And I'm I'm going to do the same because that's how passionate I am as well. You know, so it was it's it's like, it's nothing like it, man. It nothing a, like Kevin Garnett.
2: It wasn't a mistake that, when you needed the crowd to get hyped, that they would play a video of KG making you get hyped. Like he would make sure that you got hyped. And 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 I don't see that too often now with the the Celtics players of today, where they're like, you know, they're they're appreciative obviously of the fans and how like you know this is. They always say there's no place like Boston to play in front of when it comes to you know any uh, arena. But KG, like in in and when he'd be like. And the presser, and he was like, Yo, I'm gonna need the garden to be like rocking, you know, come playoff time or whatever, game one or game whatever. Like, because this we're all in this together. That was his that was his right. like, like we're we're this is like we're we're fighting together. I don't know, I I can't even explain this. <laughs> it's just crazy. Well,
0: I mean I mean I think I think that's why. I think that's why to to be honest, you go back to those two thousand and eight years, two thousand nine, two thousand ten years. There was more number fives in the arena than there were number thirty fours. It's just because he and he like embraced a whole new like generation of self Like there was the the people that have been there forever that were like Paul Pierce is our guy. You know what I mean? But yeah. how many number fives did you see when he came came along? Like he embraced Boston. Boston embraced him back. And those type of relationships don't happen too often when people come here in free agency or on a trade. They just don't, you know, if, if you come from Minnesota to Boston and you don't have that kind of edge that KG has, it doesn't normally work out for you, you know? Yeah,
2: I mean, the fact that he won, you know, Defensive Player of the Year, he just came in the middle of, like, the Ben Wallace's and the Ronald Tess of the world and the White Howards and just said, nope, you know, my first year in Boston, you know, we're the number one defensive team in the league. Boom! Like, I'm I'm winning this shit, and and that's like, just in a nutshell how, you know the the the, the culture and it all stemmed from from him. Like he was an anchor, and it just it just he took the he took the ball and just and he ran with it.
1: All right, who we got next, man? The Warriors. Another right. big test. Another big test, man. Like, look, after KG night, it's back on the road for the Celtics. You know, yep. so that's gonna be a great test for this team right now. Like, typically this happens, like, right after the all-star break. I love that it happens now. Obviously because of the the, the stride the Suns are on right now, but also because you got some, some top-notch talent to get you to, to you know, keep you going or, or, or to put things into focus, so to speak, as we wind out, you know, as we wind into the second half of, uh, of March. It's good. It's good for this team. Yeah, I
0: mean, the Celtics go on a West Coast trip, but, I mean, the war, I, I, like, the game happens on Sunday. They don't play again till Wednesday, and then the Warriors have been playing like dog doo doo lately, bro. Blowing big, they're playing like the. And hey, what teams. does others do with teams like that? They beat them by twenty
1: five. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I, and I don't care, man. Clay's out there, Steph's out there. Draymond's still hurt, but I don't care, man. No, I no mean, a reason for them to get that
0: win. I mean, the the Warriors are a good team that are playing. Really bad right now, and they sort of remind me of the way wasn't that the to in
1: tournament man. It wasn't going to play in
0: tournament now. Well, they're playing like the Celtics were playing at the beginning of the year, like playing well and blowing big leads in the fourth, and that becomes contagious. And then not being able to play any defense whatsoever, and and not being able to hit three or or shoot well, and making stupid fouls. Like, like it is. It just is what it is, man. Like they're playing bad basketball right now. And when that starts to infect the the roster, like it's, it's contagious. So, yeah. I mean, let's see what happens. I mean, let's see what happens. Maybe they get up for that game, but yeah,
2: Dribble announced that he'll he'll be back like the game before they play the Celtics. So, should be interesting.
0: Yeah, I would love it. I would I would love that to be a litmus test game, but I just don't know yet if it is going to be like you or if you know Belie is going to play forty minutes that night. You never know. After right, that, after that, we go see Kyle Draper, our friend, friend of the podcast. Oh, Sacktown! Huh? We go to Sacktown, where Kyle Draper uh, may still be living in that unfurnished apartment that we FaceTime. <laughs> Remember that thing? I, I, I would think he's
1: still living in it, but it's probably furnished by now. I would think.
0: My oh. guess is that it's furnished. Yes, but yeah. is it like is it? it will Will we'll, Will Draper be invited back for the KG game? <laughs> no. But you know what? We should definitely touch base with him soon,
1: though, because yeah. I want to—I yeah. want to know what he how he feels about the Sabonis thing. I know it's a little uh, outdated at this point, but um, I, I like it. I still like the trade for them. I don't know. Yeah. He was—he was very conflicted about yeah. it after. <laughs> yeah, I remember Trape. that.
2: Drake should be really excited after uh, after you know hearing Sean talk about his apartment. But yeah, yeah, let's get them all.
0: Listen, it was a nice <laughs> apartment, very spacious. There was no furniture in it. See what, what he says. <laughs> Yeah, you no, know, Kyle, Kyle, me and Kyle, we get we get along, we get along on the podcast. Just
2: you know, getting older.
0: I never liked Philly. He secretly likes Philly, and then
2: well, he is from there. Yeah, yeah. And, a
0: lot- and and he likes to you know give you shit
1: for for those green glasses you always wear. You know, he yeah. And
0: then, last time we talked, I wanted Buddy Heald, and he said the. The kings are never trading Buddy Heald, and obviously he was wrong because he got added. Into- he didn't say they never trade Buddy. In. He got he got added into a <laughs> bag. He,
2: he said fucking uh what's his name? Harrison. What a classic
1: way for what a classic way for Sean to tell a story. Yeah. And he said that uh Buddy Hilled is uh the future for the franchise. And
2: uh, no, he he's, uh,
0: said what he said at all. They would never trade Buddy Heald, That's nah, what he said.
2: He said they wouldn't trade the and- other dude.
0: Halliburton, yeah, and no. they traded him
2: but by- Harrison, but the fuck? That- <laughs> Stop blaming.
0: No, <laughs> no nah, 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 nah. Drapes, Drapes was wrong, and that's fine. We can pull the tape, and, and it's okay. You don't okay.
2: even know what's on that tape. you just trying to put your yeah. Down. You just named, like, three <laughs> players that he never talked about. No, he <laughs> talked about... <laughs> he laughed. No, he said they'll never, never <laughs> you. No, he did not. He talked about no. Harrison. Barnes, <laughs> Barnes. Thank you, shit. I could not remember his fucking last name. No, <laughs> don't him. talk about Harrison that way. I know, right? I was like, that's not, "Is that his last name?" <laughs> but no, that's not his last name. We were talking about Harry.
0: No, he talked about Harrison Barnes because he was saying he,
2: he's saying that, that that the Kings would never trade him, and and they didn't. No, no,
0: no, no. He talked about Harrison Barnes <laughs> only because
1: no, no, no. <laughs> he's going down his hill.
0: Only because that was the only player he entertained, like possibly being traded. Because before I said Buddy healed and he was like, "Absolutely not! They're never going to trade Buddy healed All right, all right, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll I mean, check, I'll I'll check the tape. I'll check the tape, and well, we'll see. And then yeah.
0: we went to Howard. You know, this
2: takes like five minutes, right? We yeah, yeah. Talk? I'll do. A, I'll do a little flashback right after this. This little segment here.
0: Uh, <laughs> and if you if you cut it the wrong way to make Draper look good, I'm gonna fucking kill you.
1: <laughs> How about if you're wrong, you have to uh, give up gambling for two months.
0: No man, March Bandit, baby. <laughs> no, man, absolutely. Sean said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot, a lot riding in March, kid.
1: <laughs> he said, "I got the." Uh... <laughs> he said, "I just got the refund check." You
0: know. I, <laughs> do you think I'm playing for Disney, bro?
1: Come on. <laughs> I got to "Just put, win the, put Let's put the refund check on the table, man. I got plenty to win right now.
2: Worst comes to worst, you know, I got you know, I got the house up as collateral.
1: Jesus. yeah, oh. <laughs> it's all fun and games until we have a fucking intervention anyways <laughs> all right it's about that time let's wrap the show up, we'll wrap up the way up every single episode here on god Street. we we'll take our trip around the nba with Joel's in case you missed it
2: in case you missed it
0: in case you missed it in case you missed it
2: Joel what we missed all right a grievance from ben simmons and his representation is expected to be filled soon according to the uh, philly voice the reason simmons was present at the, you know, the blowout of the Nets uh, Sixers game, uh, even though he wasn't going to play, it's because he, it was the hope that with the reception that he encountered on Thursday, which was uh, harsh, let's just say it lightly, right? It was harsh. Should we video? No, should
1: video? Uh, would
2: serve as a potential piece for Simmons' case to uh, recoup money that he lost in fines this season. So basically, he believes that the Philly fans' brutal treatment, you know, that several times that we heard, fuck Ben Simmons so what is lawyers to, to
1: take notes of this
2: yeah so like the booze and the, the booze and the chant and and the, the, the chance you know would, would help the grievance case against the sixers essentially this is this is what my client had to go through exactly Jesus
0: but you do know that the fact that he stood up and waved when they said that makes that null and void like that makes it seem like he was ta- taunting the
2: crowd they can cut up the footage the way they want to cut up the footage
0: no, because then the other the defense can just cut up the footage the way they want to cut up the footage and be like, "Um, look at all of the games that he sat out while he was on the team and look at how Boston treated Kyrie because he left, <laughs> and now
2: look at how Philly treated Ben Simmons by the way, by the way, real quick I'm no I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you bring that up yo why why is it you know the the national media is so quick to be like." Oh my God! Like, why is Boston, you know, treating Kyrie this way? And but then they don't say nothing about Philly. Like, 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 oh, that's okay. You know, we we, we can yeah. we can clearly hear on the broadcast. Fuck Ben Simmons, but you know, it's all, all right. right. We're not going to talk about it. It's like it's like a uh, yo, where
1: the fuck have you been? Like, where <laughs> you don't know how Boston fans react? Like, do you now remember the last time he was in Boston? Like, I don't know, man. Like, Listen, I, come on. Man. I I'm I'm on the same team as uh, like Kyrie likes to say, keep it basketball. That's basketball to me. Okay. A crowd of people chanting "You suck," I'm okay with that. I think it's all right. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm, maybe no. I'm outdated. Maybe no, I'm right. an old. Maybe, head I'm, maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe, I'm
2: like, maybe we're all I'm fashion too sensitive now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're just
1: washed. We're all just washed up. OGs oh, Like all if, of a sudden,
2: like, <laughs> like the NBA purposely was like, you know, KG is not going to be in the same building when Kyrie gets there. So just pick another yeah, right. game. Pick another day. Like we, we would th- never.
0: If the Philly fans started like. You know, going against Australian national legends like Steve Irwin or I don't know Kangaroo Jack, then maybe they got a problem. But like, the fuck you know, you if they just <laughs> <laughs> if 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 Philly if Philly changed their mascot to be the the stingray, right? That's <laughs> <Just> when Benson <laughs> is like, fuck you better, it's, it's on like the Australian heritage, then I would understand him having like a point and being like. Well, they're hating on me because I'm Australian. And, you know, <laughs> Steve Irwin's a national fucking legend. But, you know, they're just saying.
2: No, they're hating on that because off. you fucking quit on the team. The they're same way back. that, like, you know. <laughs> Like other players have done in the past, this is nothing. This is nothing fucking new. Here. So I was like, no, man. If it was racial,
1: then okay, you gotta. Get yeah, it. but no, because because yeah, they, they did it. Didn't... In the basketball. No,
2: because they. <laughs> what the Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about if, they, if, if Philly did racial. No, it's not about racial. No, <laughs> shut up, shut up. No, we're not talking about no, that. No, no, now we
1: now we <laughs> get what you're talking about. Yeah, now we, we get it.
0: We get but it. But indeed. like, if the whole... was like, if Philly was like, wait a minute, are you
2: seriously <laughs> coming in here? Bro, it's about the it's about the mental health aspect of it that, like, he, he that. couldn't handle, that's couldn't why, handle that's the pressure. Like,
1: that's why I'm saying, like, look, I'm not trying to be, like, Mr. Oldhead being like, oh, you just don't fucking understand, you know, or you're being too insensitive towards you know, the younger generation. But, like, I don't know. I don't think the whole chant was that bad. Like, you know. Yeah. Like but, I mean, I would. Be I would a, I've, seen, I've seen worse. Okay? We've seen worse. I would
0: have a problem with it if Philly honored crocodile Dundee at halftime in the first game that he came back. I would understand. But
2: you, but you would the be the only one. Would you would be jump the jump. only one <laughs> to be like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> what are they like- doing right now? Yo, that's so fucking racist or whatever you would have said. That is bullshit. You would have no. like, yo, that's so insensitive right now. Like you would be the only one that would would have thought of it like, that way. Do you
0: guys like, not get the joke? Like, if like they have the <laughs> if, if they have Steve Irwin's kids come out of halftime, you know? <laughs> No one yeah, yeah. would know who the fuck
2: they were, dude. What are you Man, talking
0: about?
1: Australian before <laughs> on TV.
2: Those are Steve Irvin's kids, bro. <laughs> How come no one is mentioning this right now? Like look, the fact that 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 Kevin Durant when he was asked a couple days ago like, "Yo, did you give him some pointers?" He was like, "Absolutely not. Like, you've got to deal with that shit. He's a big boy." You're like, "Ain't nobody going to hold his hand going up in there. Like, he yeah. <laughs> got to deal with it. That's it." Move I want to be
1: if I was the reporter, I Paul would have been like you know, he doesn't like when people talk about him like that. You know, right? yeah, but <laughs> it's like yo, wasn't he the one that complained about <laughs> Doc didn't stand up for him? And they were like, oh, like, yo, if you don't stand up for somebody that, that doesn't deserve it. Honestly, man, like you didn't deserve to be stood up for. It, yeah, and
2: like no. <laughs> not only he that. Got but
1: called
0: like, out. To no, be no, <laughs> honest, he he should have learned from he should learned from you know Fanny too, the the the, the crocodile that.
2: All right, I'm about to cut off your mic real quick, y'all. I've had enough. Of you. I had to get
0: rid of Fanny too. Fanny right. too just wasn't listening to
2: the rules. <laughs> how many fucking boy, you know crocodile <laughs> Dundee movies have you fucking seen? I don't even yeah, know there like, was who even who that many fuck, out. Who are you even talking about? Bro? Who's seen
1: enough? these movies? <sighs> All right, no, yo, but bro,
2: real quick before I move on to the next topic here, um, Danny Green was on the Ryan Rosello show recently talking about how when when Simmons was still in Philly the players would openly discuss, like, you know, which players the Sixers should I trade them for. And uh, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking like, just, like, he just, he just, like, mentioned that, like, like it was a, something, like, that just normally I, happens. Just, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you know, fucking, you know, when this motherfucker was still here, like, we we, we had, like, bets on who, <laughs> who who should get traded, who should we come here for him, you know? What the fuck?
1: Everyone's like, you know, one person was holding up a hard and be like, yo. Y'all owe me. Y'all owe me. me. the only Y'all one,
2: definitely. guys. I was the only one that fucking said that. <laughs> but was, no, it was, it was, no, you said definitely. that shit a
0: year ago. Pay up. Pay up. What that the that, that pay was definitely it's probably Embiid. He's, like, he's like,
2: he's like the top. The top two choices were were, were Kyrie and uh, and Dame. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, I had Kyrie on the. I had Kyrie predicted a while ago. But, you know, the person who had the had the James Harden card definitely was like either Drummond or Seth who got added into the trade. And they're like, fuck, dude. I, <laughs> I can't give him my $1,400. This, this, is, but this damn, isn't how I envisioned bro. it, bro. What the fuck? I didn't think I'd have to go in for contract fodder. Jeez please, man. I
2: didn't want to be a filler here. <laughs> I, didn't right? th-
0: I thought I was part of the core.
2: <laughs> That's not what I...
0: That's not what I meant. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, and and then Beans like you need to trade machine, Bros. The only way it works
1: out, man. The you know? yeah. yeah. the way that
0: works.
1: <laughs> you know if the we trade works is the only trade Seth
2: Curry in the trade. <laughs> Seth was like, "No, come on, Doc. Like, you
1: yeah, know. Yo, you know like, I didn't do, the, I didn't do the math, but then what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, know like, you know,
2: the know, First you trade your sign, now you're signing a lot. Like, come on, man. I, mean, God, I don't give a fuck. I want a championship." <laughs>
1: All right,
2: Joe. we missed, bro? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. In case you missed it, congrats to James Harden who passed Reggie Miller for third place on the NBA's all-time three-point made list. He did that during the first quarter of the uh net Sixers blowout here. Harden now trails uh, Ray Allen and, of course, Steph Curry. So good. All right, so you yeah, got up the, there uh, quickly, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yo, I, no one was talking about him until like. Like, a, like, maybe a couple of days ago, like, oh, shit, he's, uh, he's only a few, you know, three-pointers away from, uh, you know, passing Reggie I was like, oh, god damn, that was It makes It
1: makes sense because of, the obviously, the high volume. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When, do we, stop, when do we he, stop talking about this? So he passes Ray Allen, I guess? Yeah, right. No, when do we stop talking about all the people that are going to go up and pass all these old-school three-point
1: shooters? You know what I mean? Like um, literally the way the game's been changing. Yeah. yeah. It. Like,
0: like yeah. why do we, we like we, if Ray took as many threes
1: as, as Harden, he'd still be the case.
0: Yeah, honest. seriously. So it's like, it's like and Reggie took threes more than anyone in his generation, which would literally put him at like top 40 in the league of taking threes this, this year. You yeah. Know, and
2: like, Ar- and Harden is actually having a down year, like percentage wise because of like the new, the new rule that he can't just, like, yeah. throw himself into a player when he, he, he's trying to get fouled. Yeah. So he's had to adjust, so he probably would have passed that sooner. But anyways, he also uh, passed Paul Pierce for ninth on the all-time free throws made list. So, oh, Nice. <laughs> <asshole. laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Wow, what, what, what a dick. dick. <laughs> no respect, bro. No respect. <laughs> well, <laughs> unbelievable. All right, and the congrats are also in order to the Phoenix Suns as they become the first team in the NBA to clinch a playoff berth after beating the Miami Heat one eleven to ninety this week. It could
1: be it, man. It could at, be the
2: at year. At fifty three and thirteen, they have a eight and a half game lead over Memphis right now as we're recording this podcast out west. So, out west is going to be determined. You know, two, like two through like ten <laughs> out Check there the in rim. the next few in the next few weeks. Is other there than, any other, other than there, the Lakers? Because the Lakers—they're playing like shit right now. <laughs> is there any team in the West that can knock off Phoenix? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know, man. <laughs> Denver, Denver.
0: Denver is the only team. Yeah, yeah. You I know what? Yeah.
2: yeah, But they're not healthy too, though. So it's like you know yeah. that was the same. That was the issue last season in the playoffs. Like Denver wasn't. They were. They limped into yeah, but that they series. Got,
1: they- they're get does better. that help Jokic's chance to win MVP by the way? I don't think it does. Well, does
2: it? I well, he's think. having a better year, like, you know, numbers wise than he did last year. And like Denver uh they've won like sixteen out of their last like twenty games. So again, it's like what you're doing for me lately, and he's been doing this pretty much all season. You well know, he's yeah, especially short handed too.
0: Exactly. They're gonna get Porter Jr. back soon, and then Jamal Murray should be back for the playoffs. So
2: Yeah, but like how you know how reliable are they really gonna be? Have to be an uh, e for a mean, year, but yeah,
0: it's I not mean, a deal, Sean.
2: Su- what the fuck?
0: No, sub out. No, what are you talking about? Do <laughs> you know the players playing around Jokic right now? You can you can not play Austin Rivers, and you can play a seventy percent Jamal Murray. That's a big upgrade, bro.
2: Sorry, Austin. can slash again, Austin. Sorry, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. For some reason, it's just shitting all over Austin this episode for real. And last but not least, in case you missed it, the Cavaliers all star Jared Allen is sidelined indefinitely with a broken left middle finger. That happened earlier. earlier And there's no time no timetable for his return, right? So so guess who have they brought in in the meantime on a ten day contract? Sorry, Ducha and Celtics fans. Moses Brown is now a cavalier. Oh jeez.
1: Yo, what is what is their obsession with the Celtics leftovers, man? First (laughs) is Taco. Now is this dude what's gonna be next? Was Luke Cornet gonna be no, on the No, I think that I think they
2: did I think I was about to just say that. I think he was in there like their 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 G League like affiliate and then he came up for a couple of games with with, yeah, they with love,
1: Cavaliers. They love <laughs> second unit Celtics bigs. So, like, I don't
2: know what it is. Yeah, so the seven the seven foot two, you know, big man was waived by the Mavs about a month ago. So I guess uh depending on how he does here in these ten days, they'll they're know they're eyeing him for a while. Yeah, and they'll know if Allen's gonna be out for more than a few weeks.
0: The biggest thing about Moses Brown is his attitude. Apparently, apparently, he's not like the most positive guy. Really? Uh, yeah. That that's that was actually the knock on him coming out of uh, UCLA and everything. So, oh shit! I don't. My, maybe that's what the hell happened when he got traded like five times in two days. He was, <laughs> you mean positive like, though? You think he was just like I don't want to be here or some shit? No, after after OKC, he got a shot in OKC. He was balling out, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Yeah, we'll just trade you to the Celtics." And Celtics so like, "Yeah, we'll just trade you to the Mavericks." And the Mavericks were like, well, "You're not fucking playing here." You know, it's like it was, I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, eventually he'll find a spot and he'll play because he showed he could play in the NBA. It's just has
2: got to find the right spot. Yeah, we shall see. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to mention this, but the way things are shaping out in the in the east you know uh the nets even with this win over uh the sixers they're still in eighth and right above them is um uh the toronto raptors and there's like a, a little bit of a gap between the seventh and sixth seed right so if the things stay the way they are like if the nets have to play the raptors in the playing, Kyrie can't go to canada because of his vaccination status and when they come back to play at home again like, in brooklyn he can't play there either so like I think it'd be hilarious if the Nets don't even make Sounds the like playoffs. He's <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> those teams that are in the playing, they're all they're all bunched together. So my point is, if they do play at that, have to play against the Raptors. Like that's not that's not ideal because Kyrie won't able to, he won't be able to play any of those games against the Raptors. I don't know.
0: <laughs> look up the look up the playing tournament. See how it works. Uh, so, yeah, no I'll, matter I'll... how you, no matter how you slice it, I just feel like it's just going to be.
1: If he's not pissed off already, Durant's gonna be like, You ruined everything. Like, <laughs> like, I was thinking, he's gonna be like, you know, at the end of the day, like said, we could have salvaged this everything. thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we could we could've salvaged this thing and we just couldn't because you just wouldn't take the needle. Like
2: geez. Not only that, like it's like you wanna play when you wanna play. Like essentially, mm-hmm. like, you know, he he puts up a dud here in Boston and then he goes for fifty. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, like, you know, imagine if he could play, like, all the games. And it's like, oh, you know, that's the point of all of this. He plays when he wants to play. He doesn't want to play a full yeah. season. And the Nets, and you got to think about it now that the Nets obviously felt like, yo, James could fucking, Harden, Harden can ask for a trade out of here before the trade deadline. So, like, let's bring Kyrie back, even though we're going to look like we got egg on our face because we said that we didn't want him back if he was going to play just half the games. And because if we do lose him, you know, then <laughs> depending on where he wants to go, it's like we don't know what we're gonna get back, so let's have you know Kyrie warm up yeah. a little bit and start playing. And now you know Simmons has been there for a month and he hasn't played. No one knows when he's gonna fucking come back. So you know, to to be like winning,
1: like winning the championship, in my opinion, means so much more to Durant than it does to Kyrie. Of Durant, in my opinion, is, is chasing his legacy. Like he wants to top, he wants to top LeBron. Honestly, I think he wants to be, or at least in the same sentence or the same conversation, when it's all said and done. It, and i think in his mind the only way he, that happens is if he starts stacking up championships you know on his own terms and this isn't not what he had in mind
0: yeah i'll i'll be honest i'll be honest i think that um i think that ben simmons is a long term move for kevin durant and
2: well it has to be because he's got
0: four more years left no but no stuck I him. think <laughs> no, i think when, I think, when doesn't he doesn't
2: want to play, play.
0: No, it's a long it way. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't care about like he hopes it's gonna help this year, but at the end of the day it's like, okay, if we can't make it work with being K D and Ben Simmons and like Kyrie, Kyrie, you're out. Like Kyrie's just gone. Like he's gonna be like <laughs> Trade him. Yeah, what's that trademark looking like, For, for, I mean, for I
2: mean, real, I don't like, want that. The guy, <laughs> the guy, who just disappears to <laughs> the team, nobody knows where he's at, and then he fucking complains yeah. about like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, oh, okay. I yeah, I was- it wouldn't shock
1: me if this dude just like decides he wants to like release a, a spoken word album and just like, yeah, I'm just going to take the next two months off. Like, no yeah. one wants to sign up for Kyrie. You don't know what. You don't know what you're
2: going to sign. Exactly. You don't know what the hell yeah. you're signing up for. And, and that's think, why that's why Harden never never even was contemplating signing an extension there. He's like, no, what are you going to do with seriously. this dude? What's he going to yeah, right. be with this guy? This is not what I fucking came here for. Harden's like, yo, this
1: is the Kanye West of the NBA. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> I'm all set. Like, it's unpredictable as fuck. Like, what the heck is going to happen next with this
2: dude? And yeah. I love it because when Durant gets out there, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, whatever.
0: You guys <laughs> forget how desperate L.A. is to make something happen out there. And they would take Kyrie in a second. A reunion with LeBron, you know what? Are you, yeah, are that you insane?
2: That would not happen. I
0: no, think...
1: no that wouldn't shock me. That no, but that you know that, that trade goes that's, down, then Kyrie that's goes. The type away. Of,
2: that's the type of plot twist that
1: the NBA would fucking pull. On, right? mm-hmm. and, and
2: then, mm-hmm. and, then, and, then, and, then gonna, and then Kyrie's gonna move to like you know uh, I don't know to like Antarctica, and then he's gonna be like, oh he ain't, he ain't coming back. He's done with basketball. No, no, no. I
1: can see it right now. I can see it right now. LeBron goes and gets him. And he drops the. You need me just as much as I need you. we <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> you win the championship, all is forgiven. It got real poetic.
0: Or, or, it,
2: got, it, got, or it got real poetic real quick.
0: Some shit, some shit pulls it off where Kyrie's a clipper and then it's like the Battle of LA. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that can happen. There's a lot of teams that are out there that haven't had the best go of it in the past uh, three the or lake four years. Is,
2: the Lakers fucked up when they could have signed uh, Kyle Lowry and DeRozan on cheap, you know? Yeah. They want to
1: just trade for Buddy Hill and then keep that money, right? Exactly, you could have gone out and got at least
0: one of those guys
2: for like for cheap no, money, too. It, honestly, right. bro, if they had signed Buddy Hill,
0: they could have Ben Simmons on their team right now because I think Philly, nah, but they were never going to get Ben Simmons, man. He no. was just, they
1: were just like, I'm good with oh, that,
0: dude. Oh, if they if they if they went and signed Buddy Hill, then maybe, maybe like uh, what because I think they were traded no, for Buddy Ben Simmons teammates were making bets as to who who will get traded for. Fucking, <laughs> You think
1: LeBron James is just like, I think I can change this guy. Like, we ain't got time for that shit, man. He wants guys
0: that are already established and fucking no, head on straight. LeBron man. was like,
2: I led the league in assists a couple of seasons ago. Like, I, we don't really need this dude
0: yeah. today. <laughs> I don't know. yo, you don't shoot? You don't shoot? Get the fuck out of here, man. You don't shoot. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron wants to surround himself with shooters, man. For real. I think you're underplaying the clutch sports aspect of everything and how they want all the clutch sports guys on the same team and, Ben no, Simmons. No. You know what?
1: That point alone, I think is the biggest reason why they don't want him. They were like, if, did, if they did want them, it would happen already. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. Nah, Philly, Correct. Philly Philly just held out until they, you know, they got the best deal. They, they called his bluff. Like, oh, you don't you ain't coming? All right, then you can you can just sit at home and get fined. Fuck off. All right, that's gonna do it for this edition of uh all right. we good here? Yeah, in case yeah. you missed Jeez. it, you know, check out uh check we're out all. All, all social media platforms at Causeway Street, hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news and opinions. And hit up patreon.com slash causeway to subscribe and f- to enjoy some exclusive content, including season two of the after show podcast and the one on one with Sway podcast.
1: So Absolutely. Far- and of course, just by subscribing, you also get the whole uh forty episodes of season one. So not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. And also uh next week we'll be um picking out a name for our next Jersey giveaway. So we'll get you all set and ready for the uh for the Celtics playoffs.
2: Yeah, so subscribing, you automatically enter in and in, in the giveaway contest there. So that's right. Yeah, so congrats once again, to KG, for getting his number retired by the Celtics. You know, much deserved. It's gonna be one one hell of a weekend. I know that for, yes. for sure.
1: Yo, make sure you tune into all of our uh, social media platforms, including Snapchat at Causeway Street. Joel will be in the building, so there'll be plenty of content. And, yeah, um, have- he's also gonna be in the house Friday night too. Friday night's gonna be a uh, an underrated it's gonna be a low key night because people will say, Oh, they're playing the Pistons and even though the Pistons have won against the Celtics this year, it's just a regular old game. But there's gonna be a lot of Celtics legends in the house. Okay, it's a big weekend. They're gonna be commemorating the seventy five years by 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 honoring um, a group of Celtics legends. No names have been set in stone, but uh you can imagine there'll be some there be some recognizable faces out there.
2: Hell yeah. Does uh
0: Larry Bird show his face at all in any Celtics? Uh, retirement well, or anything If
2: he didn't show his face, oh, no, not the, since uh, night, bro. Not yeah, since if he didn't show no his shit. face at the uh, the All Star game for the seventy fifth, uh, you know celebration, there he ain't gonna come to Boston. But, but you know what though,
1: I, I give that dude a pass because Larry is just not, that's the way he is. But you know what I don't give a pass to. This really kind of bothered me when you think about it. Scotty Pippen, bro. <laughs> oh like, yeah, no, not for nothing. But dude, you go on and you say all this crap. You release this book. And then you don't have the sack to pull up to the be to fit. Get out of here, bro. You're phony, man. You're I phony. You don't want to have those uncomfortable
2: conversations. Exactly. That's exactly. That's why. Yeah. And
0: now you understand why Michael always treated him as a number two. You know? <laughs> right. You it go. makes him look like exactly, Sean. You're right. Petty, it petty. makes him be like, this is why he's always going to be number two. It's like, <laughs> as he
1: lights the cigar, this is why. And he, and, 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 Meanwhile, Jordan is rubbing elbows with the, the Stars of Today and, and guys like Dennis Rodman. Man, that was a special moment, too, man.
0: When he went with uh, Rodman, he's like, yo, come party with me sometime, man. Come hang out, man. Yes! Yeah, man.
1: Just seeing those two together and then Rodman I taking pictures no. with, like, LeBron and them. Oh, love it,
0: man. Yep. Love that
1: shit. So, yeah, fuck Scott. <laughs> so, fuck Star- And I almost bought his book. I almost bought his book. I almost ordered it. I was like, you know what? Fuck
0: it, man. I don't know. It's this whole, like reaction to the last dance just me just the wrong way so many different reasons yeah man when numbers get retired larry bird should be there that's my thought but i mean i'm not gonna i don't know i just feel like if you're the best player uh, in the in the modern history of a team you should freaking be there when somebody's number get retired but
2: but you know um, what i think i think he probably will make an appearance at some point before the season sounds ends. like if i was in charge because if they're gonna do like a you know commemorating, like seventy five years of not just the NBA but the Boston Celtics franchise. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he does make an appearance, but we just don't know when.
1: Um, he should. But that's that's gonna be Friday, what I'm saying. Oh, work
2: cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're
1: commemorating seventy five years of Celtics. Like, I yeah,
2: okay, all right, cool. Yeah, Joe, so with the with, uh,
1: with with, with uh, the legend, with the legend already uh, in town for the weekend. They were like, let's do it Friday, and then people chill,
0: and then Sunday. Boom. Me and Papa Vaughn could have a ball on Friday, bro. At the game, it's gonna be
2: awesome, bro. Hey, hey, man! You taking my ticket, bro? You stealing that shit? You're gonna break the news to me again? No, man. <laughs> yo,
1: I told pops. I was like, yo, I go, dad. You know it's gonna be awkward You gotta take Joel. He was like, fine, <laughs> but he did call. He did call Sean first, but he called Sean.
0: First. He called me and I go, uh, yo, you know, I I know it's re- we could have pre-gamed. We could have drank like fifty Heinekens and like been all right, you know, but it's like Sean so was
1: like i would have made you dry but you know <laughs> it would have been fun
2: all right and as always black lives matter stop aging hate let's pray for peace in the middle east and pray for the people of ukraine and until next time guys we are out later guys later